Hello, everyone, and welcome to the First Loved Podcast. Today, I'd like to wrap up this thesis doctorate thing that you guys have had to listen to over a number of times, but I just want to bring some closure to it, and especially thinking about moving into 2019, recognizing that it's a whole new season for me, and so I want to bring closure to this last six-year season for me and just tell you a couple of fun things that happened since I asked you to pray for me knowing that the last podcast that was about the doctorate was actually saying, pray for me, because my defense was coming up soon. And so, again, let me just tell you what happened with that. This was really, really fun. That First of all, I mentioned to you about the second reader, the second professor, Jonathan, had written this book on the covenants and as a part of discipleship. And I finished reading the book on the Monday morning of my defense. So once we got... We did a kind of Skype go-to-meeting thing, and so the two of them were in a room together, and I'm sitting there in my chair. So they said, well, Mark, it's going to be like this. The first half hour, Jonathan will ask you questions. I, Steve, will ask you questions. The second half hour and the third half hour, we'll just see where we're at, and then we'll be done. And so let's pray. So we prayed, and I'm like inside. I'm still nervous as all get out. But the Lord helped me. And so Jonathan begins, and then I interrupted him, and I said, Jonathan, let me just tell you, I read your book, <laughs> and I, I'm not saying this to try to uh, brown nose or anything, but it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. I loved it. And then it was especially fun to tell him about that page, 206, where he explicitly says the need for us to come and experience God's grace fresh every day so that we can turn around and share that grace with others. So anyway, we had a great conversation and I really felt a connection with him. Steve, my main professor, he asked a bunch of questions, and it was fine. I was able to answer them easy enough. Well, finally, at the end of the hour and a half or so, they say, Mark, we have to put you on mute, and we'll get back to you in a moment. So I turned the computer around so I couldn't see them, and they talked, and then I heard them say, Mark, are you still there? So I turned the computer around, and <laughs> they said, okay, so... We only have one thing we want you to do. And I was so concerned. I think I've mentioned before that there was so much editing that I had done even after they had made comments on the chapters that I was really concerned that they might have a lot of work for me to fix or do, or I just didn't know what to expect. Anyway, they said, Mark, we just have one thing. We would like for you to put a footnote about the covenants. We don't care where, we don't care how long. Just we think it would be really good support in your thesis, and if anybody ends up reading it, we would like them to see that in a footnote. I went, okay, one thing? Is that all you're saying? One thing? A footnote? Yep, that's it. And I'm like, okay. And then it was really fun because they both together leaned into the screen and Steve, who's doing the talking, he says, Mark, he says, it's at this moment where we just so wish you were here live because we'd love to shake your hand or, well, in your case, probably give you a hug. <laughs> and I had to start laughing because, yep, I did a lot of hugging during those three two-week cohorts over those three years. So we chuckled about that. But then he says, Mark... You pass. Congratulations. You're now Dr. Mark Fee. And my immediate reaction, I said, wait, can you do that? 
and they start laughing like, we are the ones who do that. That's what this whole thing's been about, is you have to convince us, and we have to approve, and then we send it off to the dean. So yes, you are Dr. Mark Fee. And then they said, so what are you going to do to celebrate? And I go, celebrate? I didn't know this was one of the outcomes. <laughs> I thought you were just going to give it back to me and I was going to have more work to do. And I said, are you kidding? I have a board meeting tonight and I have other things I have to do this afternoon. And uh, so I thought, celebrate? I don't know. So then they pray for me and that was really sweet. And then we finished and they're about ready to sign off. And I went, wait, 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 wait. Let me just ask one more time. Just a footnote, and you don't care what length or where it goes. That's it. That's all you have to do. Okay, then. Thank you. Love you guys. See you later. I hung up, and I just closed the computer and sat there in my chair for a moment. And I don't know how to describe it or put it in words, but this sense of freedom, <laughs> this sense of a weight coming off, like this huge exhale, it's over. Lord, we did it. But I just sat there in peace, relaxing, even though I had this one footnote, which the following week I did. It took me a couple hours, fixed it up, sent it off. Now it's being edited by the library editor. And just two nights ago, we booked the flights to California to be present there for graduation December 21. So anyway, hallelujah, praise God. It's finished. It's done. Couldn't be more grateful. And for, again, all of you that are listening, thank you, thank you, thank you for the incredible support that you showed me, prayer support, financial support, the whole thing, encouragement all the way through. I just am indebted to everyone because it was definitely a community effort. But I just want to say just a couple more things about this. First of all, some people on Facebook especially responded and said, Mark, what was your dissertation about? I'm not sure if I got around to saying it, so I want to say it again. But the title of the dissertation is The Jesus Brand. Christians known by loving people as God has loved them. The Jesus Brand. This is what it means to wear the name Jesus, to have his name, to the Jesus brand or the name Christian on us, is that we would be known by loving people as God has loved us. It was pointing out the importance of the new command. It's not just that we love, but we love the way that he has loved us. And so that's what it was all about, was explaining why the new command mattered, and then talking about the love verse practice, God citing practice, defending it, and especially pointing out how neuroscience has validated why those practices are so powerful and life-changing in people's lives. So just so that you know, that's what it was. But then a few people also asked, Mark, why did you do this again? Why would you do this at this point in your life as though somehow I was out simply to earn a degree? And that's absolutely the furthest thing from reality. No, it was six years ago when I wasn't sure what I was supposed to be doing next, that I wasn't at Bethany anymore. And I'm saying, Lord, what do I do? I did this because I felt like God specifically spoke to my heart and said, Mark, I want you to have access into the seminary, into the Bible school, whatever that is, that this is to enlarge your sphere of influence. It's to widen your accessibility for the message that I've given you. 
And so, yeah, to put myself through this last six years, and especially because I'm not an academic, no desire to go back to school. Truthfully, I, I'm a pastor. You guys know me. I just want to love people. And I don't mind learning, but the writing piece and all the stuff it was going to require. So it wasn't about prestige or pride or position perks. The bottom line was this singular purpose, and that was to be able to get those letters by my name so that I could actually have access, wider influence, wider accessibility to a larger sphere of people. But you know, you guys, here's the other thing I want to say to you that the Lord's also really, really impressed this on me. It really did mature me in a lot of ways, that it matured my understanding and knowledge of discipleship. It matured and grew my understanding of areas of theology that I just never processed and thought about. It got me around a lot of other Christian leaders and thinkers. And I'm just so grateful that it was a process of maturing, growing, developing. So many times people will say the hardest part with a PhD is that you realize just how much you don't know. <laughs> It's a crazy thing, and it's really true. Even though my focus was on discipleship and particularly how the First Loved curriculum, First Loved, Getting Along, uh, Memory Healing Prayer, how they would relate to the whole discipleship process, namely becoming like and loving like Jesus, that was still such a pretty narrow focus, and there's so much out there about discipleship. But then it was really cool because I was in a conversation again with my sister recently, and she was in a conversation with some other colleagues, and as she was listening to them talk, she said, you know who needs to be at this table is my brother. His degree is specifically in this area, and he's earned a right now to sit at this table and have a conversation. And it was just so cool to hear her say that, that yes, God has opened doors, opportunity, but I'm just so grateful for the maturity, the stuff that he grew in me, in my soul, in my walk with him, my experience with him, all of that. So it made me think of that verse in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13, where Paul says this, Christ himself gave the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers— he gave the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. He gave people like me to equip you, his people, for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. That's the goal. It's another way of Paul saying that it's Christ-likeness, is that Christ himself, Jesus, has raised up some of us with certain gifts, pastors and teachers, evangelists, prophets, apostles, and others as well, I would say. But he invested these six years in me for you to equip you, to bless you, to help you, so that you, together with me and all of us, is that we can mature in our gifts, in who he's made us to be, but most of all, so that we can become mature, attaining to the whole measure, the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. That's why. 
for one singular purpose. Those six years was the Lord working on maturing me, helping me attain to a greater measure of the fullness of Christ so that I in turn can have as wide a sphere, as wide as influence as possible to help you, to help other people, other brothers and sisters in Christ also become mature and attain more and more and more to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Yeah, why do a degree from when I'm 55 years old and here I am finishing at 60, almost 61? Because I'm believing with all my heart that the Lord still has purpose for me. I'm believing with all my heart that there are years still ahead of me, good years, quality years, where I can get a chance to be a part, to be one of those pastors and teachers, that the Lord could use me, that the maturity that he's done in my life could also help you and everyone else out there that I get a chance to help them become mature and attain to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. It was worth it. (laughs) It was so, so worth it to that end. And I'm so excited about it. In fact, right before this podcast, I was at home filling out paperwork for the class I'm going to teach at Northern. I'm so excited to get to teach this class. So anyway, it's coming to a close. The tickets are purchased. Some family's going to be there. I'm going to graduate on December 21, and I can't wait. But here is the last thing. God gave me such a gift that I could never, ever have hoped or anticipated. After the defense, when I closed the computer, I opened it back up and thought about, I need to send an email out right away to everybody who's been praying for this specific event and that it would all go well. When I was about ready to send it, I thought, you know what, I need to expand this list. And so I put a bunch of other people in it. And for whatever reason, I thought, you know what, I'm going to put my dad's email in there. Many of you know that my father is suffering from Alzheimer's and it's just continuing to get much, much worse. And I thought, you know, he probably doesn't even look at his computer anymore. And I had this moment of sitting in the church and just had this wave of sadness that I wish my father could be a part of this celebration, you know, would he even get it, would he even understand and be able to be happy for what God's done. So that was Monday, sent the email, included him. Wednesday afternoon, my phone rings. I look down and it's my brother Craig who lives around the corner and does most of the care for my father. So I pick it up and I say, hey Craig, what's up? He says, Mark, I'm here with dad and he wants to say something to you. And my father says, son, I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. I saw your email and I came over here to see Craig and say, do you know that your brother finished and that he is now another Dr. Fee? He did it. He finished it. It's so awesome. Do you know that? And Craig says, yeah, dad, we did. Well, can we call him and tell him congratulations? I wouldn't have dreamed that that was possible. So not only did he open his computer, but he read it. He went out of his house, walked over to my brother's house, all giddy about this being complete and finished. And then he had my brother call so that my brother and my father could congratulate me. You guys, I can't tell you what that meant to me. 
that God would give me such a precious gift because I don't know how much longer my dad will be able to know and appreciate that. So now there is actually Dr. Craig Fee, there's Dr. Mark Fee. My sister-in-law, my brother Brian's wife, actually just handed in her PhD rough draft. She will graduate in May in a degree in art and theology. So she will be Dr. Maria Fee. And then there's my sister, Dr. Jareth Fee Nordling. Who would have ever thunk? But the Lord's got a reason for all of this. We're all looking forward to how he's going to use these degrees to help us make a difference out there, help people be equipped for works of service, become mature, and attain to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. You guys, again, thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I pray that this would just encourage you and inspire you that that is Jesus' ultimate goal. He himself gave us people like me and others that we might all grow and become more like him. So to that end, let's continue to go in that direction. Continue to say, do it, Lord. Do it in my life. Do it in our lives. Do it in the lives of others for your glory and our joy. Love you all. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great day.